ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead family members, with the prayer devotional memorial family uh, evangelistic service. And uh, those of you who have come for the 495th service for the uh, Praying Through the Bible long-running series, by the grace of God and with God's help, I will be uh, preaching that service right after this one and I'm going to try to make them as short as I can uh, as God leads me my beloved this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, uh, with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible episode number 639 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Today we are reading the Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verses 11 through 17, which is very fitting during this time of the year as we are encouraging bonafide married Christian couples not shacking up not homosexuals not transgendered you say well why do you have to be so negative I'm not being negative I'm telling you exactly who I'm talking to uh, 
not divorced and remarried without any ground, got somebody else's wife that you're committing adultery with and living in adultery, got somebody else's husband living in adultery. Preacher, why do you always have to rub the cat the wrong way? Tell the cat to turn around. Billy Sunday said that. And then I will not rub the cat the wrong way. You need to repent. I saw a Jewish woman today. Uh, She's supposed to be some kind of minister in the Jewish uh, synagogue. Uh, She wrote an article titled The Importance of Repentance. I said, well, go ahead. Go right ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, shall we pray? Holy Father God, what a day it has been. I praise you and I thank you for it. I praise you and I thank you for the privilege and the power and the peace that prayer can bring. Thank you, Lord, for giving me a mind and heart to pray throughout this day uh, by your grace without ceasing. And whether my wife wants to pray or not, she has to pray with me or at least get in a posture of prayer whether she prays or not. And so, Holy Father God, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Prepare us, Lord, for good days and bad days. Prepare us, Lord, for celebrations and tragedies. Prepare us, Lord, for weddings and funerals in our lives. And prepare us, Lord, for life and death. Lord, help us to truly keep it real. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for the millions of precious memories that flood my heart, mind, soul, and spirit. They're so delectable that, Lord, I I feel like I'm eating them. They're so sweet and so nourishing to my soul and my spirit. And I give you all of the glory, praise, and honor for precious memories and somebody understood it because they wrote a hymn about it and it's one of those things that only the people who have them know what we are talking about and holy father god i praise you and i thank you lord so much for what you gave us the mind and the energy and the strength to do today and uh, holy father god I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word, and for all of the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us. Lord, my heart is broken tonight as I am hearing about a sad situation where 14 girls were raped by a minister in the church 
and a Bible-believing Orthodox Church at that. And Holy Father God, I pray for those mothers and fathers. And I'm glad that he has been caught and is in jail. Uh, but Lord, I pray that the pastor and the elders, Lord, will see the need to turn in their resignations as well. For this is unspeakable. And Holy Father God, I pray that your will would be done in all of that. And Lord, I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual in this world of woe, uh, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight that you would indeed have continued mercy and grace upon each and every one of us. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us, Lord, of our sins, our faults, and our failures. Wash and cleanse our souls, our hearts, and minds, consciences in the precious blood of Christ and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ in my family and beyond and in the audience tonight. Deliver us, Lord, from temptation, evil, and sin. Thank you, Lord, for doing that, by the way. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And Lord, I pray that you would break us, make us, and mold us, crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us and fill us with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord of your Holy Spirit tonight, as always. And have us to not only perform in the Spirit, but to walk in the Spirit, uh, Lord, to be obedient to your word in the Spirit. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would uh, help us all who name the name of Christ and who are saved in my family and in this audience and around the world. And Lord, have uh, your Holy Ghost to do uh, whatever you do to draw people to yourself, to draw people to the gospel. For Lord, I know that from your word you're not willing that any should perish. And uh, forgive us of our sins as your saints for not obeying your great commandment or your great commission. And Lord, I pray that you'll help us to repent of our sins and get back to you our first love in a very real sense. Lord, we, we, we're not even in a position to do that on our own and in our own strength at all. And so Lord, help us to do it. 
Thank you, Lord, for bringing us a mighty long way for those of us who are saved and have been with you for many years in faith believing. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that, Lord, you would save the soul of my wife, Marika White, who has been deceived by the devil into thinking that she is saved and has not produced one fruit uh, since she, uh, for over the past 34 years, not one. Uh, she doesn't even have natural affection for her own children. And that's just the reality. I know it does not sound sweet and evangelical, but Lord, just up the street, uh, a church that was once considered one of the greatest evangelical churches in the country with a pastor who has written many books, been on the speaking, preaching circuit all across the country and around the globe is a church right now that has parents in it where a man who worked on the staff raped them and molested them. And I find it, Lord, very hard to believe nobody, nobody knew about it among the pastors and the elders. I find it very hard to believe, Lord, you know the truth. And, uh, but I don't know how any of them can look those parents in the face ever again. There, there, there's just no excuses. And uh, we have, and, and so now we have a situation, Lord, where not only have the sweet evangelicals failed in the family, which includes independent Baptists, Southern Baptists, Bible churches, everybody. But now we have failed other families. There's just no, to me, Lord, there's just no way somebody did not sense something, uh, did not have some discernment about something. And it's heartbreaking particularly since we are already the worst Laodicean church in the history of the world and have let down you, Jesus, uh, heaven, uh, families, churches, communities. We're all around in the public school system that used to be controlled and led by the church. In fact, many of the teachers that were in the public school system were from the church. I can even remember a time where they gave us Bibles in the public school system and had a time of Bible reading, and silence and prayer, and even the paddle. And now we have homosexual teachers teaching children behind their parents' backs to cut off their breasts if they're girls, to cut off their penises if they're boys, to cut the girl's hair to look like a boy, and the mommy and the daddy don't know anything. 
and the pastors want to hold on to their positions and to their salaries when they have run the church into the ground and have destroyed families. God, I, I pray that you would move upon the hearts and lives of people to at least do the right thing in these dreadful, perilous days. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, help the church to stop being hypocrites, Pharisees and Sadducees, and uh, still getting excited about things they ought not to be excited about. And Lord, as you know, I marvel at the happiness of some people when they should not be happy, they ought to be crying. And, they, and they're not happy, they're fakes. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that, Lord, you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell out of pastors and elders in the church and their wives and people in the church who claim to be saved. Holy Father God, I do pray, Lord, tonight that you would cast the devil and the demons of hell out of my own wife, Marika White. Thank you for giving me the liberty to do something uh, publicly that I've done behind the scenes for years. Uh, and sometimes you use prophets to... Um, and you put them in interesting and strange predicaments and situations to be a voice to the thousands and the millions who are in the same case. You have shown me something I never thought I would see. You have shown me something I never, I didn't look for, didn't want to see. And that is most of the people in the church, churches today are lost and on their way to a devil's hell. And you are leading me and allowing me to use my own wife, my own family, uh, as an example and as a proverb in this world that people can be in church all of their lives, be interested in religion and lost and on their way to hell. And so, Lord, tonight, open their blinded eyes, open her blinded eyes, unstop deaf ears. I pray for my religious mother-in-law, my religious mother, and my religious sisters, and my religious, uh, my wife's religious aunts, and their siblings and family members. Uh, every last one of them, Lord, unless they got saved recently, are on their way to a devil's hell, and they act like it. They're disobedient to you, rebellious towards you, and they wonder why they can't find peace, they can't find joy. In their lives, I pray for all of my children. I do thank you, Lord, for giving me the privilege to lead them to you on their birthday at the age of seven. Uh, but Lord, some need to, a uh, couple at least, need to examine themselves and see whether or not they be in the faith. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, cast out the devil and the demons of hell and drive the devil 
and the demons of hell out of my wife's heart, mind, soul, and spirit. And Lord, save her soul and set her free. Uh, Lord, sadly, I believe she'll be the first one in her family. I believe her father's in hell. I hope not. Uh, and there are others in our family who are in hell tonight. I hope not, but I believe that's the case. And Lord, I pray that you'll have mercy and grace upon us who still have the blood running warm in our veins and air in our lungs. In the words of Billy Graham, to make peace with God through believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight that you will, for those of us who are saved in my family and in this audience and across the country and around the globe, I do pray that you will lift our burdens, cares, worries, anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our feeble hearts and minds, souls, and spirits. We cast all care upon you, for Lord, we know that you care for us. Thank you, Lord, for wisdom, knowledge, understanding, discernment, and insight. Lord, I cannot thank you enough for those things that you give to us freely if we really ask for it and want it by faith. And Lord, I do pray that you will deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ. Lord, deliver us tonight. from all of our distresses and afflictions. Daily distresses and daily afflictions, cares and worries and anxieties, troubles, problems and fears. Lord, in our hearts, minds, souls and spirits, fill us with your peace and with your joy. And Holy Father God, even though my wife is not a born again one yet and does not show forth the fruits that she should. I am thankful, Lord, that one time we were just a couple by ourselves and no children. And we lived together as a married couple for a while there and did this, that, and the other. And then you blessed us with seven children in a row. And uh, those were some tough days sometimes, but you brought us through, and uh, you have blessed us to get over on the other side to what the world calls the empty nest. And Lord, even though my wife is not a great wife, or a great mother, or a great helpmeet, in the words of T.D. Jakes, uh, uh, be thankful for somebody to fuss at. Uh, but on a serious note, Lord, thank you that I am uh, n not alone, and I thank you for the uh, little help that she gives. And uh, I thank you, Lord, that we have stayed married all of these years and beat the odds by your grace.
for your glory, praise, and honor, even when both sides of our family, both of our my my mother and her mother, uh, didn't think it was going to work, didn't think it was going to last, and didn't even want it to work, which, which is so bad. Both. My mother wanted to control my life, wanted me to marry uh, another girl, another young lady that she can keep tabs on me. I didn't want that. And, uh, and evidently, uh, my wife's mother didn't want us to stay together either and tried to sabotage the marriage and the family, especially with her demonic aunts. And, uh, Lord, we beat the odds by your grace, by your might, by the power of your Holy Spirit. And uh, just as active as we were before the children came. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. And at the same time, Lord, uh, uh, being able to... Uh, lead her in doing ministry work that I'm sure she doesn't want to do, but she does it. So thank you for that, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the words of Gladys Knight, uh, making, uh, uh, getting something good out of a bad situation. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray that you'll help us all who are saved I praise you and thank you, Lord, for all of my children who have helped me in the ministry down through the years. What a blessing it has been. And I'm so thankful to you that I led them to serve you in the ministry. And even tonight, I marvel at Daniqua Grace. And even though she does not want to admit she has changed, she has. And she has changed because I did not let her have her way. And uh, I thank you, Lord, for my son, Daniel Ezekiel, uh, and uh, who has a long way to go spiritually. Uh, but I tell you what, uh, he's doing a bang-up job for you and for the kingdom on point. And, uh, and I thank you for my daughter, Danielle, my youngest daughter, who uh, no doubt is the most faithful soul winner in the family and, uh, and who truly loves you and under a uh, under even satanic attack when people were trying to do evil and wrong she stood up against it by herself and what a blessing, and so did the Nequa. And so did Daniel Ezekiel, more reluctantly, but he did it. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for these three. I never, I've never seen the youngest three outdo the oldest three and four as far as faithfulness to you and working uh, for you faithfully. Uh, but these, these three have, uh, have surprised me and have been a a wonderful blessing and I give you all of the glory praise and honor because I know it's you working in their lives I have nothing to do with it the none of these children have to do anything at all 
but yet they beat me up and they, they got their work done and and going back to bed stay up all night and get their work done and then go to bed late and so I thank you I give you praise it's all you it's all you I have nothing to do with it at this point and so Holy Father God my heart is so full, as the old saints used to say, my cup runneth over. I heard that so much down through the years. Uh, I didn't know what it uh, meant, but I know what it means now. So, Lord, dry the tears of joy and help me to do what I need to do. And, Lord, uh, uh, if you don't want me to go on into the second service, then so be it, Lord. But... Uh, I'm available to you. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight that you would protect, Lord, uh, you would uh, uh, help us and deliver us from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems. Lord, help all of my children who still have student loans to uh, apply for the forgiveness for it is still available which is going to be happening here in a few days and we pray for thousands and millions of others as well and uh, and I know some people are upset about it but uh, it is made available and so I pray that uh, that will help a whole lot and pave the way and thank you for hearing and answering my prayers uh, because I have many children and they need all of the help that they can get and Holy Father God I pray tonight thank you for allowing things to be as well as they are thank you for remembering mercy in the midst of chastisement rebuke and punishment and Lord God in heaven I pray tonight that you will bless and protect Lord my family all of my children all of the children and family members Lord who are saved in this audience and Christian families across the country and around the globe Lord I pray for my daughter Danny Daniela uh, Daniel the fourth Danita, Evangeline, uh, Danae, Mary Louise, uh, Daniqua Grace, Daniel Ezekiel, Danielle Elizabeth, Bree Love White, uh, Duran. Danielle Tequila and uh, Little Kiki and Holy Father God I do pray that you will protect all of our families that name the name of Christ save all families who are lost so that they can be under your protection and uh, Lord surround us tonight with a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Uh, 
Place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God. Cover us and cleanse our souls and spirits and minds and hearts in your precious blood tonight. And uh, make us whiter than snow on the inside. And Holy Father God, Lord, have all that we do and say to be done for your glory, praise, and honor for the lifting up of your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, for salvation uh, of the lost and for the revival of the saved. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray for the comfort of the grieving and mourning around the world from the coronavirus and other things. In Jesus Christ's name, in Florida as well, in Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Tears of joy, my dear friends. I hope you have some sometimes. Tears of joy. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible, at Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verses 11 through 17. For lo, the winter is past, the rain is over and gone, the flowers appear on the earth, the time of the singing of birds is come, and the voice of the turtle is heard in our land. The fig tree putteth forth her green figs, and the vines with the tender grape give a good smell. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. O my dove, that art in the clefts of the rock, in the secret places of the stairs, let me see thy countenance, let me hear thy voice, for sweet is thy voice, and thy countenance is comely. Take us, the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines. For our vines have tender grapes. My beloved is mine, and I am his. He feedeth among the lilies until the daybreak and the shadows flee away, turn, my beloved, and be thou like a roe or a young heart upon the mountains of Bether. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. 
have it to find a lodging place in our hearts, minds, souls, and spirits. Fill us with your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word and grant us your unction and anointing to understand it, to read it, to love it, to obey it, and to comprehend it and to share it with others in a discipleship way and to preach your Holy Gospel from it for your glory, praise, and honor so that others may come to know your Savior. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service family members. My beloved, this is Daniel White the third, the son of Daniel White Jr., Bishop Daniel White Jr., who is in heaven, uh, president of Gospel Light Society International, with the scripture and the sense, podcast episode number 1007 where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew Henry Commentary or some other reputable commentary or study Bible. My beloved, this podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 8 where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. And so my dear friends the aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, the understanding of it, It is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and that the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God to come by believing in the Son of God who said the most loving, the most magnificent, and the most important words in the history of the world. If you miss these words, my dear friends, you miss everything. For he said, like no other, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Please understand that you are a sinner as I am. So is the Pope. So is the Dalai Lama. And so is even Joel Osteen, as nice as he may be. All three men are wicked, evil, ungodly, undone sinners, and so am I. And you are as well, male or female. Women are just as wicked as men are. 
even young people are sinful and wicked. The Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. We're going to die. Sin is so bad that we're going to die off of this beautiful bluish, greenish, whitish, whitish ball called earth hanging on nothing but the Word of God. Hanging on no foundation, just hanging out there. Just hanging loose. That ought to make you take pause for a minute and understand that there's a God somewhere who created this wonderful universe and who created you. And you will be held accountable to him. It was the preacher Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, who said you can do what you want to do in life. You are a free moral agent but you will answer to God for what you do in this life. The wages of sin is death. And God wants you to understand that uh, you're going to die one day. And God wants you to understand just like he allows you to die from this beautiful earth. He will allow you to go to hell if you reject his son, Jesus Christ. If you do not believe in Jesus Christ, if you do not believe in his word, his gospel, his good news for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life, you will die and perish in hell. The Bible says it is appointed on the men once to die, but after this, the judgment. My dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou, you, shall be saved. Believe the words of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ preached on hell more than anybody in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached on hell more than he did about heaven. Hell is a very real place, and you will go there. This is why Jesus Christ preached on it so much. He wants you to be warned and to know that that's where you're going if you don't believe in him. In one of his sermons, he said in Mark chapter 9, verses 43 through 48, you can read it for yourself. And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter halt into life than having two feet to be cast into hell, into the fire, into the fire, into the fire that never shall be quenched, where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. 
And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire, where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. My dear friend, hell is a very real, literal place, just like New York City is a place, just like Los Angeles is a place. I can't see Paris right now, but I have been to Paris, and Paris is a place and hell is a place. Just because you can't see it does not mean it's not there. So in order to be saved from hell, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, as Jesus Christ has said. Jesus Christ never said anything about church membership. Jesus Christ never said anything about getting baptized to be saved. Jesus Christ never said anything about singing in the choir, doing good works, or giving any money to be saved, or running around the church, uh, feeling a tingle coming down your spine, jumping and shouting and running around the church. That has nothing to do with your salvation. All you have to do is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ to get saved in your heart. That's what Jesus told you to do. Obey Him. And so tonight, dear friends, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray and ask him to come into your heart and to save your soul. For the Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believing in your heart in Jesus Christ, call on his name and ask him to save you. Follow me in prayer phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God I admit that I am a sinner and I understand that I'm on my way to hell and I uh, understand that I deserve to go to hell. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. And help me to repent of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose from the dead on the third day by your power. Now, Holy Father God, I don't understand it all, but I do believe it all by faith. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins 
Help me not to be religious but lost. And help me to turn from my evil lifestyle. And help me to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God. Then, based upon the Bible, the Word of God, you are now saved, and you're on your way to heaven and uh, you are saved from hell because you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ and you called on his name for the Bible says for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved Jesus Christ said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life so believe God's word and walk by faith and not by sight. Now, dear friend, to help you grow in the faith, uh, go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door. You just believed in him, so you have just entered into the door. And here are some things in this book. There are uh, several steps and, and next steps that you need to take to help you to grow in the faith and be the Christian that God wants you to be. The book is free. You can download it immediately and read it and grow thereby. Also, please email us on the email that's on your platform or my personal email, dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you and so that we can start praying for you. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to ask and send in your prayer requests as God leads you. Well then, then dear friends, let's continue uh, with the standing between the living and the dead service already in progress. My beloved uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's turn to the Bible portion of this lesson and for those of you who got saved, this will be uh, your first Bible study. Standing between the living and the dead and the uh, scripture and the sense. The scripture and the sense. as we read the Word of God 
at Matthew chapter 1 verses 18 through 23. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Holy Father God, give us a great understanding of your holy word and help us to comprehend it, cherish it, love it, obey it, and uh, to share it with others and preach it to others. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friends, that was Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 23. Now, here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it coming from Dr. Matthew Henry's commentary and with the help of the Holy Ghost. Concerning this genealogy of our Savior, observe the chief intention. It is not a needless genealogy. It is not a vainglorious one, as those of great men often are. It proves that our Lord Jesus Christ is of the nation and family out of which the Messiah was to arise. The promise of the blessing was made to Abraham and his seed of the dominion to David and his seed. It was promised to Abraham that Christ should descend from him and therefore unless Jesus is a son of David and of Abraham, he is not the Messiah. Now this is here proved from well-known records 
when the Son of God was pleased to take our nature. He came near to us in our fallen nature, in our fallen wretched condition. But he was perfectly free from sin. And while we uh, read the names in his genealogy, we should not forget how low the Lord of glory stooped to save the human race. And ladies and gentlemen, let me say again here uh, that uh, we may not think much of our lineage and birth, but God does. And see, and this is why I believe uh, true bona fide, bona fide queens and kings are legit. And um, we need to recognize them properly and right uh, because of their lineage. Even to this day, it is important and they carry authority. And so, dear friends, let's pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for that time in your Holy Word and for giving us a greater understanding of your Holy Word. And Lord, help us to continue to grow in it. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4. We're dealing with this passage for three nights and God is dealing with and commanding fathers. I know that in the American way we um, is all about the mothers and what they want and what they think the children need but I have news for you gentlemen and women. The father knows more about each child uh, in his pinky than the wife and the mother does. That's what I truly believe. And so we need to hear from the fathers about the children. The children, the, God, the, the father already knows what's in the children. I remember when we were, I was raising my children, uh, I knew what the baby wanted before my wife knew. And I knew what she didn't want or what he didn't want. Now, that's just a fact. I had instincts like that. It's not me. It's God who made me. Now here's the deal. I believe she had instincts as well, uh, but see, this is what this is what God. This is why God deals with us as husbands and wives and fathers and mothers. See, it's not it's not about you molding and raising that child. God is molding and breaking and making you be what you should be. Father, daddy, papa, as my children call me, mommy. Mother, uh, it's not just about them being raised. You're being raised too. It's like a preacher friend of mine said a long time ago when I uh, came off the road and started pastoring a church. He said very calmly, pastor friend of mine, very calmly, 
It's not trying to emphasize anything or make a big deal about it. But he And I, I'm saying it to you like this because he said it repeatedly. Because I would call him and ask his advice on something. What do you think about this? And <clears throat> so forth. And he would always end the conversation by saying, they'll teach you. <laughs> I said, who will teach me? Those people that in your church, they're going to teach you. God's going to use them to teach you. He said, just like that. And so while you're teaching your children, God is using your children to teach you. And God is teaching you some things and showing you some things about yourself. My wife was ready for sex at any time, but she was not ready for changing them diapers. And because the babies came through sex and they were coming rather fast. Seven in a row, bam. And I thank God for each and every one of them. And I had fun with them. She didn't. And, and as they grew older, and let me just help you, help you people now. Let me tell you something. You, you parents, because some of y'all are not ready. You're not ready. Because when they start getting on up, and they're up right here, and they're up on up, and they, that, that's, that spooks some parents. My, my wife was spooked by that. I wasn't. I was not. By the grace of God, I mean, let's get let's get going. Let's get the moving. Let's do what needs to be done. And that'll spook some of you. When it's, it's it's wonderful and beautiful, you know, when they little babies, they're cute and they won't come to you when they call. But see, when they turn fourteen and they won't come, you got a problem on your hands. And uh, so parents, make sure you raise your children to understand that when they become parents, they need to be ready for that. Some, some young people have never been raised to take care of children. But or they enjoy the sex, but they, they, want, uh, they don't want to take care of the children. It's like, it's some, and some women like this. My wife was like this. It was, it was like, where did these children come from? I said, you know where they came from. She was not that excited about when the children came. And how you had to t get up in the middle of the night and feed them and nurse them. And you had to change those nasty diapers. And I had to tell her, and I never changed the diaper. See, that was not my job. And uh, I, I would tell her, don't make up your face at the baby. When you're changing the diaper, you're going to make that child feel uncomfortable going to the bathroom for the rest of her life or his life. That's what I told her. Make it a joyous occasion. <laughs> say, that's good, good, baby, good. I would come in there sometimes and say, that's good. And, she, and the baby would cool and smile and grin uh, and wanted to get away from the monster. I made my wife nurse our children. I don't care if you like it or not. And and what I'm telling you is that when it was time for them to wean, they came straight to me. Every last one of them, they were ready to get away from her for some reason. They like they they like they were like coming out of, like a bat out of hell. They were trying to get away from her. I don't know why. I know a little bit why. And so don't don't poo poo on fathers when they come down to babies. And little toddlers, and all you women know, all of you women know, that man has some insight 
Don't be trying to get rid of that husband, that hu the father, and just using him for to be a baby maker. That man can tell you 10,000 things about those children that you don't know. Mommy, I know you don't like it because you want to be the bigger boss, but that's, uh, yeah, that's not what it's about. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Love your children. But it's got to be the love that God gives you in your heart and plus your natural love for your children. There ought to be some natural affection and love for your children. You don't love them too much where you love them before God. Now, because I do want you to understand <clears throat> the babies did not come just from sex and the stork didn't bring the babies. God sent the baby. God is the one who created that child. Now, make, make no mistake about it. God used you as a means to an end. And it's a powerful thing when you think about it. Powerful thing. You can have pleasurable sex and then out comes this baby. Beautiful, beautiful cherubic looking baby. Whose smile and grin would knock you dead with laughter and joy. What? Ain't nothing like it, man. And that's why you need to live your life by the grace of God. Uh, maybe not, you're not perfectly, but in a good way. And you need to do your job so that God can bless you with precious memories. My mind can go back right now. Uh, I was graduating from a little Bible college down in Dothan, Alabama. Deep South. And I can, I can see my baby daughter then... Uh, Daniela and Daniel the fourth they're little little tot I can see them right now running around the room getting into things and 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 I remember those days and I remember I remember in that hotel room my daughter Danny has always been a great daughter and a loving daughter towards a father and and has helped him from day one in the ministry and she loved it and I and and she would come to me and hug me and give me a kiss and everything and I remember in that hotel room she was getting on up there you know toddler and I called her and she didn't come that was a problem and uh, but I remember that I remember those days and I want you to have precious memories fathers and mothers and uh, I feel sorry for people such as my wife who don't have precious memories. It's a sad, that's a, it has to be a sad state of affairs. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, people who they're glad is over. Whew, I'm glad my children are gone. And you ought not to have that attitude and spirit. For the family and friends, we're going to pray for some people, but I want you to understand, fathers, nurture your children. If you have to chastise them, that's a part of your admonition part. Uh, you make sure you do it out of love and not out of anger. But be thorough, because there's nothing worse than having an older child who's full of hell and the devil. 
Okay, so remember that while they're young and beautiful and cherubic, admonish them, rebuke them, chastise them out of love. Now, dear friends, let's pray for some other folks. Join us in prayer over the prayer list that we have or over a prayer list that you have. Holy Father God, again we pray for those families that are hurting in Florida and in Denton um, at the Denton Bible Church. Comfort them as only you can. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray that you would have mercy and grace upon us. Please forgive us of our sins, of disobeying those of us who are saved, disobeying your great commission and your great commandments, your great commandment. And Holy Father God, we, yes, we do pray for the millions of people who are hurting and who need your comfort from the coronavirus plague and other things and the fear of that. But Lord, we also pray for some by name. We pray for the family and friends of Georgia resident Susan Radford. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Rhode Island resident Gerald Queenan. We pray for the family and friends of Utah resident Karen Van Fleet. And Lord God in heaven, we pray for the new prayer requests that have come in. And Lord, we pray that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons and his hosts from PTK. Please help this person to fear you and give uh, him wisdom. We pray for Zatar. Please deliver him, his sisters, and his daughter from overeating and help them to have healthy uh, relationships with food that is uh, favored by you. And Lord, we pray for Pastor Bushibi. We thank you for the great service at Congoli Church and for the souls saved and people healed and delivered. Please bless and provide for the widows. Please bless the youth seminar revival and open air markets, market ministry. Please provide them with the ten iron sheets supply for the Nasjanda church roof. Save the witch doctors who are trying to hinder their efforts as well. And Holy Father God, we pray for those who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel. Help them to stand strong in the faith and to grow in the faith and be the Christians you want them to be. We pray for Margaret, Sophia, uh, Evelyn, Atara, Kamuntu. And Lord, we pray for those who have recommitted their lives to you as well. We pray for the thousands who have gotten saved and the thousands who have rededicated their lives to you. We pray for them all. We pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. And we pray for a few by name, Valaine, Nancy, Harold, Nina, and Samuel. Holy Father God, we commit these souls into your hands and our souls as well. Let your will be done in our lives. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen.